Hello, this is the audio recording of the Better Strangers Book Rex. Uh, the topic this week is transcendent comics, comics that are beautiful, uh, specifically intended for non-comics readers. Just as a note, as always, the books uh, in the article itself are affiliate linked to bookshop.org, which means that if you buy through the link, I get a small kickback. This does not have any effect on the books that I choose. Bookshop.org supports small bookstores in your area. You can choose one that you want to um, have be your main one. Uh, I never, ever, ever affiliate link to Amazon.com. So, in my previous job as a librarian, I had the job of buying new comics for the local library. It was maybe my favorite part of the job. In the past, not much had been set aside for the section, and over my tenure, I got to expand it by the thousands. Comics were among the highest circulating books in our collection, but they were mostly checked out by a group of loyal regulars who tended to be at the oldest about my age, mid-30s, and usually in their teens or 20s. The older generations usually still view comics as pulp or as a lesser medium. I've argued that this is a mistaken viewpoint elsewhere, but I needn't bother. This opinion will die out with the older generations. I'd like more of my generation to engage with comics, though, because I, mostly because I like talking about them, and we still have a hangover of the olden days when comics were in the nerd domain back before being nerdy was trendy. So for my non-comics friends, I have five recommendations for comics that are not pulpy and are, in fact, beautiful and transcendent, like the best that literature has to offer. Number one, Day Tripper by Fabio Moon and Gabriel Ba. Fabio Moon and Gabriel Ba's Day Tripper spends each issue following the life of Bras, a man living in an unordinary life in Brazil, and each issue ends with his death. Then, in the next issue, he is resurrected. He dodged the bus, he was saved from the drowning, etc., and his life moves on. It is a staggeringly good book, covering childhood, first romances, professional successes and disappointments, difficult parents, and finally, old age. The conceit is similar to Kate Atkinson's novel Life After Life, which is also great, though the execution is extremely different in the sense that there are no, for example, wars or counterfactual attempts on Hitler's life. Number two, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind by Hayao Miyazaki. Miyazaki is now best known for his Studio Ghibli movies like Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke, Howl's Moving Castle, and My Neighbor Totoro. Totoro. I think it's pronounced Totoro. Uh, one of his earlier films was an adaptation of the acclaim, his acclaimed manga series, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, which remains, for my money, one of his best two or three works. Nausicaa is set in a dystopian future long after giant nuclear-powered warriors destroyed human civilization and left the planet in ecological ruin. The effects are still being felt a thousand years later as an enormous toxic jungle continues to consume civilization and enormous insects rampage and kill anyone who dares to get too close. Nausicaa is a princess in the uncontaminated zone called the Valley of the Wind, and she has an affinity for animals and the deadly insects that threaten what remains of civilization. Miyazaki has been creating emotionally immense works of ecological fiction his entire life. My favorite of his movies, Princess Mononoke, has similar themes. But it started with this manga. If you're new to that medium, which differs from mainstream comics mostly in that it's read in the opposite direction, as Japanese books are read in what we would consider to be back to front, this is among the best places to start. It's significantly more in-depth than the movie, so you'll get a lot more out of it. But having the framework of the film to guide you will be helpful. 3. The Arrival by Sean Tan there are zero words in Sean Tan's The Arrival. Instead, he seeks to convey the message of immigration from one country to another solely in images. The way he does this is ingenious. The old country, which our immigrant greatly misses, is no longer safe, as enormous dragon tails can be seen prowling around the corners of the streets. But our immigrant must exchange the dangerous for the impossibly strange. The animals in the new country are portrayed as aliens, the language is as impenetrable hieroglyphs. 
For those who see comics as just picture books for people who don't have the patience to read, th this book is the antidote. It does so with images and it does with images with um, what words could never do, and is perhaps the best depiction I've seen of the alienating strangeness that is moving to a new and unfamiliar country. Four here by Richard McGuire. Richard McGuire's Here is renowned among comics fans for its concept, and is another book that likely couldn't be done in solely written form. It's the story of a corner of a room, taking place from prehistory to the distant future. It sounds like a gimmick, but the execution is flawless. By fixating on this one corner, you can see when it was once a forest. You can see when a, a couple conceived a child there. You can see when the child plays. When the couple throws a party, when they fight, you can see previous owners, occasionally even historical figures, as they live their lives, and you can see as new technologies come and grow old. It's a beautiful perspective of the places we live and how they play a very ro real role in our lives, even if we only ever give them credit as the backdrops to our adventures. Fifth and finally is In by Will McPhail. This is easily the goofiest book on my list. It has one particularly absurd page in which a new couple, when a new couple hooking up for the first time is portrayed as a fully nude dance routine, but it's my favorite of recent years. It tells the story of Nick, an awkward millennial, who discovers that much of what has been missing from his life is, has been other people. When he stops focusing on himself and is let into the lives of others, the pages flip from black-and-white classic comics to gorgeous, lush paintings of his acquaintance's complex interior worlds. It's a perfect antidote to those of us who have hidden our true selves behind several layers of irony. That is the end of the, the article this week. Um, again, if you buy through the links on the page, that would be enormously helpful. Um, also, if you haven't already, subscribe. If you like this or you think of anyone that would like it themselves, please um, send it, share it with them. Uh, that all is hugely helpful for uh, this project. Uh, thank you, and I will talk to you soon.